0: your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing.
1: Consider yourself fired.
0: I came across an article today I'd like to talk about, the um, American Medical Association publishing gender-neutral birth certificates. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I'd like to get your thoughts on that. And um, also, you know, I've always had a question, how do you motivate yourself in life? You know, you personally, Well, I'll probably weigh in my two cents there, and uh, hopefully we can get our guest speaker to Ooh, talk about speaker. that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah, man. Uh, Let's go ahead and get into it. Yep. Can't
1: wait. Hey, bud. Welcome back. Good to see you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me back on the show.
0: Yeah, you know, we uh, gotta make uh, room for you
1: on the schedule. Yeah, that's a fat joke, isn't it? Consider yourself fired. I can't stop looking at myself.
0: I'm scared, Daddy! (laughs) But the American Medical Association, or AMA, has published as far back as 16 June that birth certificates need to be gender neutral. Now, I was reading on... Hang on, because i got to get my articles back up. i got a couple of them. Oh no, i got them all. Was this
1: the WebMD?
0: Nah, not the two that I sent you. Hang on. Spectrum News NY1. This was published August 22nd, 21. Oh wow. The report on this, and there's a Few others, WebMD being one of them. Gender identity, however, is a person's own concept of themselves as male, female, a blend of both or neither. How individuals perceive themselves and what they call themselves. According to the Human Rights Campaign, the American Medical Association is uh, recommended by the LGBTQ+. plus uh are advocating to remove the sex for public information on the birth certificates now i have 3 kids i don't see i don't see how putting male or female on a birth certificate cuz later on in the article they talk about how this is going to limit them with opportunities in the future Right. I don't see how that's possible because you are who you are and you're going to make yourself out to be who you're going to be and you're going to be knowledgeable or you're not going to be knowledgeable. Now, if the company is not going to pay equal salaries, that's on the company. Maybe you as a person need to go strive to find a better job with a better company.
1: Well, and if the company is not going to pay an equal salary... And you change your gender? Does that mean that they're gonna pay you now what you or what someone who is that gender would get paid? No,
0: because if you're not gonna get paid the f- salary up front between a man and a woman, because it's the only two genders out there, if you're not getting paid up front as a fem- as a woman, what a man is getting paid, if you change your gender or sex or whatever the hell they want to call it, they're still gonna keep your salary at the same level. You may or may not have the same experience level as, say, someone else who got hired on, or you may not be a good negotiator for your salary. True. So companies are
1: always going to lowball you. Well, what I find interesting on the WebMD uh, article that you were talking about earlier... Yeah. ...is it says that requiring... The sex designation on the birth certificate could lead to discrimination, unnecessary burden on individuals whose current gender identity does not align with their designation at birth. Namely, when they register for school or sports, adoption, get married, uh, or request personal records. The key part, or the key takeaway in in my opinion, uh, that jumps out at me first anyway is the statement where they say individuals whose current gender identity does not align with their designation at birth. So they're still going to be designated with a sex at birth. Correct. But when they say current gender identity, you're leaving lots of room for, you know, right now I identify as person A. In four or five years, I could identify as person B through whatever experiences I have in life. After that, maybe now I feel like person C, or I go back to person A. Like they're trying to, trying to say that it's very fluid, right? It doesn't have to be so concrete. You're either A or B. Right. It can be any one of these things. As your, who do you identify with? Yeah. But you're still going to have a designation. So it's almost like. It's almost like they have it to where, okay, yeah, you can be whatever you want to be, and we'll change the paperwork to say whatever, but we're still going to designate male or female. That's exactly what they're doing, actually, because it says here, again, on the WebMD article, a person's sex designation at birth would still be submitted to the U.S. Standard Certificate of Live Birth for medical, public health, and statistical use only. So you're still going to label them as male or female for medical, public health, and statistical use. Correct. But everything else, you get to choose what you want to be because that gives you the warm fuzzy, makes you feel better inside.
0: Right. Well, so right now, 48 out of 50 states are allowing you to, at birth, pick the gender for your child of whether it's male, female, or X. Now, I don't know what that means.
1: Well, but but... It says, though, <clears throat> that it allows them to amend their sex designation, again, male or female, on their birth certificate to reflect their gender identities. Well,
0: okay. Now, is there a difference so between a, sex and gender?
1: According to this, yes. According to this, there's a difference between um, sex identity or gender identity and sex designation.
0: Okay. In your thoughts, is there a, difference between gender and sex
1: uh off the top of my head no i'm gonna say sex male female gender man woman
0: male female yeah so
1: now don't misunderstand there are exceptions out there right where somebody is born uh maybe a hermaphrodite okay or you know there there's the gray area where it's like okay maybe they Don't fall into this category or that category, biologically speaking. Not, well, I was born a male, but I really identify with females and that's who I want to be. And I find myself, you know, more being more feminine and and acting this certain way versus the stereotypical traditional male. So I'm going to label myself gender identity as a female <clears throat> i think that's completely different if you are biologically different at birth then there's obviously some middle ground does that make sense
0: no it makes sense yeah so like if you have both parts yeah then you are sex x according yeah, to the paperwork they... <clears throat> okay according to the paperwork so what i guess i guess i just don't understand what's the big deal like, I I don't understand. I personally don't care what you are. If I'm going to hire you, I'm hiring you off your qualifications. I'm going to... I don't know.
1: Yeah, but when it comes into hiring as an example, and you look at hiring statistics, or um, we get government aid for having so many of this type of employee or that type of employee... Because later on in that article, it says assigning sex using binary variables in the public portion of the birth certificate fails to recognize the medical spectrum of gender identity right? and can be used to discriminate. So they're saying if you just put male or female, that could be used to discriminate later on in the workplace from the employer. You know, maybe this training is for males only, or maybe this type of promotion and this branch of the career field is for males only or females only and if you don't identify as either or then you're being discriminated against we've kind of gone from one extreme to the other the days of the employer just abusing the employee you know and then they had to come up with a union to help the employees fight the system and and have representation so that they could be treated equal and and come up with labor laws and 40-hour work weeks and all this stuff are kind of on the other end of the scale now. Now it's not, hey, I'm an employer. I need somebody to come and work for me so that we can get X, Y, and Z done. Now you're having employees that go, well, I work for you, but you need me and I can't be replaced. So you will accommodate me to every terrorist demand that I have. If I want this, you had better give me that or I'm going to sue you or you'll have a lawsuit, or this, or that. There's a lot more of the employee taking advantage of the employer in many of these circumstances.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. You've got a point. I mean, these... I don't think I would use the word terroristic demands, but close to it. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong, though. I mean, per the definition, that's what's going on.
1: Well, and they don't say... You'll notice they never go into specifics; they just go into generalities. So, again, in that article from WebMD, um, it talks about the GLMA Health Professionals Advancing LGBTQ Equality said that transgender and gender non-binary and individuals with differences in sex development can be placed at a disadvantage by sex label by the sex label on the birth certificate. Okay, but how? How are they going to be disadvantaged or not given the same opportunity when it comes to hiring or promoting or advancing in the company? Or I think a lot of that it, you you can't you can't use generalities, right? It's all going to be case by case. Right. Advancing in the military is going to be different than advancing at Cece's Pizza. It's going to be different advancing at a Fortune five hundred. <clears throat> yeah, there's going to be different criteria. There's going to be different, you know, um, applying for jobs in the civilian world. You know, some have degree requirements. Some don't. Even in the military, you want to be an officer, there's a degree requirement for the most part. Right. But. If you don't have that, then you're enlisted.
0: But as someone who hires people, right, Mm -hmm. do you think it is maybe good practice to, when you receive a resume, cover up the name and just go off of experience and degrees or just experience or, you know, whatever's on the resume without looking at the name and going, Oh, based off of what I see on the resume, this person would be a good candidate.
1: I don't think that really matters. Um, well, obviously it's I a think problem. to some people it may, but again, that would be a case by case, right? If I handed a resume, to of a of a black person to somebody who's an active member in the KKK that happens to be the CEO of company A you know in their daylight job well yeah there may be some bias there i don't think again the average person who is doing the right thing is looking at it that way because if that's the case then we also need to take out some of their credentials maybe they didn't have the same opportunity so because JT has a certificate in this program and Denise doesn't well shoot now that I know he has that he's kind of more marketable but maybe she didn't have the opportunity to get that certificate so it's not fair so I shouldn't use that as a factor when considering hiring him maybe she went to this Ivy League college and got her master's degree but JT couldn't do that he didn't have the same opportunity or he did but he didn't go to the same level school that she did he went to online school or she went to harvard and he went to phoenix texas tech dang it <laughs> what's wrong with texas tech nothing but when comparing it to harvard do you think the employer is going to go oh pff, screw harvard Texas it's probably going to be way. hmm wow this person okay you know i mean if, if we're gonna look at it with a discretionary lens and we're not going to look at the names. Then we need to take the names off. We need to take the schools off. We need to take the GPAs off and look solely at what do you have experience-wise, person-to-person, that would contribute to this job in this position. And that's that's a lot of work that I don't think we're at that point where you, we're doing it that way. You think
0: it's just too much work like for the employer to just kind of put... Well, I I don't think it's too much work
1: for the employer, but I don't think they're getting these stacks of of printed out resumes necessarily, especially now in the digital age where people are applying online. You know, is the system going to just compile this list of bullets, if you will, without names on it?
0: Yeah, exactly. And speaking of uh, online jobs, our uh, sponsor is indeed. It's not, but I wish it was.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Indeed, it is not. Indubitably, uh-huh. <laughs> mm, indubably so. Okay, so
0: I guess I just well, can't wrap my mind around it. Like, heading back to the original subject, what, why is it such a big deal to have a male and female on your birth certificate? Like, <coughs> I don't understand that. I don't think in this day and age, with our generation coming up into quote-unquote power or you know we're going to be starting running things we're in our 30s right Mm -hmm. i don't think the majority of the generation that we're in cares about what you are and what you identify as they want to know do you have the experience can you work in on a team can you get the job done i don't think they care if You're gay or bi or dress like a woman or whatever. I don't don't think they care because I sure as hell don't. And if I was going to hire somebody, I sure as hell wouldn't. Can you work on my team? Can you get my company more profitable? That's what I care about.
1: I think that's the majority of folks, the majority of employers. Again, there are people out there that don't think that way and that would discriminate.
0: Right. And I'm not saying that there's not.
1: But I think that they are in the minority. However, the way that the issue is presented, they would have you believe the opposite. Hey, no, this it's crazy out there. Everybody is discriminating on every little thing and we need equal representation because it's so hard and da 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 da. da. But i I don't really believe that it's like that. I don't. If anything, you get more advantages not being white and not being male you have uh what is it the naacp you have lulac you have these women's programs you have all these things and and uh, associations programs grants whatever set up for all these other minorities out there but on this web md you have um, a medical doctor robert jackson who is an alternate delegate from the American Academy of Cosmetic Surgery. Oh yeah, and that he one actually was good. spoke against this. Yeah, and he said, which he brings up a very good point here, and it addresses that you know if we're gonna do this, basically you have to rewrite everything when it comes to uh, their processes, procedures, the way they practice, all that stuff, because he says, "quote We as physicians need to report things accurately." All through medical school, residency, and specialty training, we were supposed to delegate all of the physical findings uh, of the patient we're taking care of. I think when the child is born, they do have physical characteristics, either male or female, and I think that probably should be on public record. That's just my opinion, end quote.
0: Right, and I agree. Mm -hmm. Because if your one-year-old is sick with ovarian cancer but yet you're saying that your one-year-old's a boy. well boys don't get ovarian cancer
1: well it's like i was telling you earlier i was watching this tiktok video and there was this individual on there who was talking about how they're gender fluid and you know they have all the different pronouns and um they were really hurting and in pain and someone had asked you know, well, why, why are you in pain? It was, was a, a live chat. And the person told him that, you know, oh, well, they were cramping and, um, their, uh, ovaries were hurting, but girls have that boys don't. But this person got really upset when someone had called her out on that saying, Oh, okay. So you're, you're a girl. Well, no, she's not a girl. She's not a boy. She's, she's non-gender. She's, you know, non, whatever doesn't, subscribe to any label she's a no label
0: (laughs) (laughs) i see what you did there that was great
1: so on the on this article one of the other doctors that combats the idea that this other doctor said was we need to recognize that gender is not a binary but a spectrum she said obligating our patients to jump through numerous administrative hoops to identify as who they are based on a sex assigned at birth primarily on genitalia is not only unnecessary, but actively uh, deleterious to their health. So by you having to say, you know, let me look at my pants. Okay, yeah, I'm a boy. That's not healthy. No.
0: (laughs) Okay. So deleterious is um, creating harm. I think that was the definition of that one because I had to Google it myself. Um, mm-hmm. so actively creating harm to their health. How does being a girl or a boy put harm to your health when you go, look, listen, I was born a woman. I still have all my women parts, but I just identify as a man. However, I need women health because stuff's getting real down there and I'm itchy or it's hurting.
1: But I think, I think a lot of it comes from, the victim mentality yeah who's and, a and victim i'm not trying to i'm not trying to put people in a bubble per se or, or all in a group but when you have folks that you know are professional victims and and every the system is out to get them in every way shape or form there, there's no way it's positive because this doctor goes on to say at one point the race of a person's parents used to be included on the public portion of the birth certificate and that information was recognized to sometimes lead to discrimination. My, my point, though, is you're taking something that they were requiring on, on the form to be filled out. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying that, well, there may have been cases, who knows how many, where somebody misused this information to discriminate. But instead of saying it that way... They're saying, oh, well, this information was used sometimes to hurt people, and now they've taken it off, so that's much better. So we need to do the same thing with sex, because this information can be used to discriminate against the person. Well, yeah, anything can be used to do anything. If you put your address down on a form, it could be used for someone to come and rob you. Does that mean you never put your address down? Or
0: or it could be to discriminate you because you live in a lower-income neighborhood. Did I hit the nail on the head right there?
1: And only you
0: can prevent forest fires. So here's a here here's a topic that I think would be pretty interesting. It may or may not get into this episode or kind of make it its own thing. Um, but I would like to talk about um, how you get motivated to do things in life, um, whether it be a small project or whether it be uh, a next business adventure or Uh, motivate yourself to get up and deal with me in the morning you know motivation you know Mm. what what motivates you caffeine (laughs) you're singing my kind of music i'm gonna drink my sweet tea um so motivation uh, on your part you uh are (coughs) you are
1: married yes
0: and how long have y'all been together
1: we have been married now just a little over six years.
0: That's amazing, man. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm still alive, so... That's all that matters. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm doing anything right. That just means... You haven't done she's something probably, stupid
0: enough for her to kill you.
1: Well, she's probably just, you know, got this long methodical plan of how to do it. <laughs> she has <is> a doctor.
0: <laughs> We'd like to welcome our special guest. Um, hello, hello. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: My name is Kathleen Villarreal. I am Andrew's wife.
0: Of um, how many years?
2: Of six years.
0: That is amazing. Congratulations.
2: Thank you very much. Yeah, so... It was, it was challenging, I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course it is, and we are talking about Drew. She just means that uh, I keep things interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly mm-hmm. what she yeah. means.
2: You could say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I was uh, asking Drew, um, what motivates you to stay married that long?
2: Mm.
1: Daddy pays the bills.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we made vows to each other, and... You know, obviously, neither one of us took those vows lightly. We we love each other very much, and we choose each other every day, even on the hard days. Yeah. Even on the days where I want to light them on fire.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, there's one way to do it.
1: <laughs> I told you she was thinking about this. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, she's been thinking about mm. this for a while. So, <laughs> all right, cool. What um What is one of your... Motivations in life um, for pretty much anything. Waking up in the morning, um, headed off to work, doing your doctorly things. <laughs>
2: um. Well, I mean, for me, being a Christian is the driving force in my life, and really, that's my relationship with Jesus. And you know, if I didn't have that, honestly, it'd be pretty hard to cope in this world that's my motivation is, um, to, to help other people, to be a light to other people, a witness so that they, um, that they can, you know, have that relationship with the Lord. Like I do. And, um, I just to fulfill my, fulfill my, um, God given purpose in life. And I look at my, my doctoring, my uh, speech therapy, I look at that as a a ministry. So um, I try to take the opportunity to to listen to see, you know, maybe there's something that God wants to say to my patients, or, you know, maybe I need to take the time to pray with them and minister to their family. And luckily, I have a job where you can get fulfillment from helping people. But um, right. If you were something just like any other kind of job where you weren't necessarily being able to help people like that, it's like, what are you then? You know, what what's your purpose if you can't? I guess for in, in order for your purpose to have more meaning than just going about your mundane daily activities.
1: Well, you're definitely... <clears throat> you're definitely a caregiver type and you find a lot of fulfillment and uh and joy and I think that's how you get your your cup filled from helping people and like you said whether it's just strictly work related or if there's ministry involved or whatever the case is
2: yeah and I guess what I was trying to say is like luckily I have a job where I feel like I I get to do that um you know, more easily, I guess. Um, and I work in a hospital where I can, you know, legally like pray with people. It's a Christian hospital and everything, but even if I didn't have that, that would still be my driving force. I would still want to make that my priority is listening to the Lord, what he would have me do for each day, um, with the people that I interact with. So.
0: Awesome. So you would say your biggest factor of motivation would be faith-based
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: That's great. Definitely. That's awesome. Definitely. That's, uh And that's what motivates you. For sure. That's great. Well, thank you for coming on for a little bit Unless this. Uh, Drew, you have any questions for our special guest?
1: Um, well, just to clarify, I would be a pretty close second to motivating you. Is that what you were saying, too? <laughs> I, I know we didn't have much time to get to that topic.
0: <laughs> I don't think um, that's what she said at all.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll just uh, uh, <clears throat> allude to that um you know we're just pressed for time on this episode unfortunately but um yep
2: i would say <laughs> one of the things that motivates me to uh get out of bed in the morning is the smell of drew's breath oh
0: hey <laughs> there it is that's great
2: uh, thank well, you for I, inviting me on your show
0: of course yeah More than welcome to come on anytime you want just give us a call we'll make sure we get you on the schedule Oh, okay. Oh uh, no, it was great. Thanks for uh, taking the time. I know it's super late. What is what is a motivational factor? And I I, I know it's hard. <clears throat> I guess I guess I'll go first and maybe you can kind of feed off me or whatnot. Okay. Um what motivates me is the drive to experience something new or the um, feeling of discovering new things that are potentials in potentially going to make my life. Well, okay, now that's kind of self-centered, but yeah, my life a little better. Um, I'm not a genius by any means at all. However, I have been doing research on what would be the best way to grab carbon monoxide out of the atmosphere, right? I'm not fart in a jar. I'm not <laughs> and bury the jar. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist, or I'm not super into the whole global warming we're all gonna die thing. So I sit here and I think about stuff like that, and that motivates me to keep going and doing what I'm currently doing. So what motivates me is to find, discover new things or read about people who have discovered new things or whatnot. Also, as a parent, my kids motivate me, right? Motivation for the kids. And it's, I don't ever really think, you know, how can I better my life that my kids can have stuff that I didn't have when I was growing up? You always want things that are better for your kids You always want to make their life a little better than what you had. However, I didn't have a super bad life. And I'm thankful for the parents that I did have. And the way they brought me up in this world. And I tried to just keep what they taught me in the teachings that I teach my kids. So that motivates me to be a good person. I have faith. But I don't have a religion as a backbone or a stepping stone or whatever in what motivates me, as we just heard from our special guest. But I know a lot of people do, and that's okay, and that's great. And I uh, I get excited when people get a, can use that as a stepping stone for what motivates them. It's just not a motivating factor for me.
1: Yeah, well, and you've had negative, you know, Experiences in the past and whatnot, and right. Unfortunately, people are people, and exactly. And, you know, they can they can uh, sometimes ruin an experience for you. You know, when that uh, isn't
0: supposed to be ruined. <clears throat> you know, when you have questions or you want to know something more, you shouldn't be thrown out of a church. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna say it. So, but it, yeah. it's it's always nice to not have the fear to continue to ask that question or to con- oh, yeah. continue to ask questions. And, you know, I, I, I go to church, um, which is really good. And it's it's putting me back in a what I think is a better mindset because, hmm. um, y- you know, that I had to, was been a few weeks ago, I had a decision that I had to make and uh, you came to the back and I had the baby. And you had asked me if I was okay, and I told you about it. And I was like, I'm just coming here for answers. You know, I mm-hmm. I think having faith is different than saying that, oh, yeah, I'm religious. <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I think faith and <clears throat> and religion are two different things. I think faith is just that. It's, it's faith. It's something that you and really only you as, as a person can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I can have faith. You can have faith. My wife can have faith. All all these p- different people can have faith, but I understand what that means for me. Mm-hmm. You understand what that means for you. Exactly. And that's your own, your own journey, your own road. Religion is man-made. Religion is the rules and, you know, um, oh, you got in trouble, so say this prayer 10 times and you'll be forgiven. Or, oh, um, you need to do this in order to... Uh you know, do these many good works, and then you can go to heaven if you're on your best behavior all that stuff man made religion mm-hmm. has nothing to do with faith right but unfortunately, they get intertwined and and the assumption is that they're one and the same Now but when you peel back the layers, you can kind of oh wow, okay, this is what this is. that's what that is. There's a bunch of people, and people are flawed and you know, exactly.
0: <clears throat> you know, you, you, if you take the person out of the equation, it becomes perfect.
1: Again, you know, in any organization, whether it's a, a church or a, a, a restaurant or wherever we work or when we were in the military or whatever, mm-hmm. there are going to be people <clears throat> in leadership positions or people that are running the show or people that are fill in the blank that have no business being in those positions, mm-hmm. you know, people are not perfect. No people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Some people grow from them. Some people don't.
0: Yeah. So, but, I- uh,
1: yeah, I would peg you as a, like, as far as motivation, what motivates you, me looking at you from the outside in mm-hmm. Go ahead. as a knowledge seeker. Um, oh, like yeah. you were saying, you know, you're looking at, Oh, yeah, uh, like I got the a Carbon story dioxide for and, and all that. I, you are someone that, not that you're like, oh, there's JT. He's always on something different. Not that kind of, like, knowledge seeker, but, you know, hey, like you said, uh, I want to figure out how to help out in this situation, so let me do the research and let me try doing the science on it. Or, oh, hey, um you know, my kids want to learn about geology, so let's go get some stuff, learn about it, and figure out well, how do we crack these rocks open, yeah. what do we dig for, or yeah, how, how do we? I fall off a shovel.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, let's dig a hole in the backyard. Yeah. You know, it, but, yeah, you're you're correct. I, I absolutely have to, I have to know about things before I talk about things, and, and the only way you're going to know about things is if you, if you, um do the research and put yourself in the situation that that's what you have to do.
1: Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting perspectives and, uh, there's really no wrong answer here. Uh, you have to find what your why is, what motivates you, what gets you up and going, uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's going to be the perspective that, you know, you hold on to and keeps you moving forward.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, In the uh, sense of military terms, you know, everybody's a special snowflake. So you got to find out what's right for you. Ooh, I
1: like that. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, (laughs) I'm full of ideas. You just got to tap into them, you know. I'm afraid to
1: tap into so much natural gas. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, all right, well. Uh, I think that'll do it for today. I'd like to say thank you to Kathleen, our special guest. Shout out. Heyo, for coming in and uh, letting us know what motivates her. You know, again, well, we're all different. So I, I,
1: I have a name, and I'm sitting right across from you.
0: Uh, mm, mm, yeah, so until next time. Uh, we hope to uh, hear from you again. No, no, I don't. As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast.
1: Yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at JT Show at gmail.com
0: or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Show.